This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Welcome to Nerd School. Nerd! 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 Yeah. Suck it, nerd! 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 Uh. Welcome to Nerd School. My name is Loki. Welcome to the Nerd School podcast. You jerk. TBJ in the hands. What a way to start the show. Hello. Welcome back. Finally, TBJ has come back. Finally. To the Nerd (laughs) School podcast. Greetings all, greetings all. And she That's used right. to talk about her favorite Marvel movie, possibly. One up. Favorites, yes. I'm excited. I'm ready. I rewatched and just went through some emotions that I went yeah. through the first time again. Mm. And I was like, yeah. mm. then I got really excited because there's about to be an exhibit in Raleigh with the, from the designer who designed the costumes for this show opening at the end of the month and it was just like perfect really? time for me to talk about black Panther. is yes. it gonna be like an exhibit at like a museum or something yeah it's the north carolina museum at raleigh or north carolina oh. art museum i can't remember the name yeah but they are about to have an exhibit on afrofuturism uh, featuring her and i was like uh count me in i will take the train over to raleigh and yeah when you say that up when you say her, it's a, it features the costume designer for this movie. Yes, Ruth. Ruth Car- with a Ruth Carter. Uh-huh. Who is in fact the first black woman. Here we go on Women's History Month. She's yeah. the first black woman to win an Oscar in that category. So Ooh. big up, Ruth. And she won Ooh. it for for Black Panther. At this point, she's won it twice. Boom. Did she win it for Wakanda Forever too? Or yep. uh, is that the second one? Yes. Oh, so that's cool. She is killing the game. And so that came up on my feed in the last couple of days and then watching it. And I'm just like, yes, all the things. Yeah. Yes. And all this also just reminded bad. me of how we felt culturally, yeah. like as a people, people mm-hmm. with brown and black skin yeah. when this movie came out. Oh, look at her. Okay. Ruth yeah. Carter. I've Are you met, looking at it now? Yeah, I'm just looking her up. Yeah, this is interesting. I because one of my big questions was going to be, I mean, I know you guys love this movie, but like, as I watched it and in the costumes, really was a big question of mine. I was like, was it? I didn't even look or search anything. I just that was going to be one of my questions. It's like, did people feel this was authentic? Did they like the design? Did they think it was, you know, I would I'd imagine if it was done by some uh, crazy white comic book guy <laughs> wouldn't have been received as well or have done as well obviously but i didn't even i didn't even think much into it other than no i will like know the beautiful but now thing yeah it was cool about this movie and and the vision was there's so much in here that is pulled from actual countries in africa that are not just for movie purposes so costuming Ooh. language these are real things utilized in this movie they were very intentional that if they were gonna do it they were gonna do it and there's no flaking around it and i love it for that oh, it's yeah. also just a good movie but yeah yeah besides that but just very colorful and and beautiful design and everything with because that's how like our that. ancestors be yeah and, and it's not something you would see like the the 
thing. Uh, have we mentioned that we're talking about Black Panther? Oh, we introduced that. Uh, <laughs> Dear listeners, know. welcome to the episode featuring Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just not a thing that had been done on this scale before. Uh, right. Like we had Meteor Man and uh, Blank Man and uh, as actual like legit, well, not even I don't know. I think Blank Man was just like a comedy and that was I was probably... say Blank Man wasn't really I mean, it was legit for us as a people when it came out. I watched that guy. Yeah, and I I haven't actually seen Blank Man. Is that like uh, offensive to the differently abled at some point? Because I sort of imagined that. I mean, all comedy at that point was probably. I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm willing to bet. Oh, it was Damon Wayans when he did that character. That was. Yeah, if I remember, which is I think is also. I think it, it came out of In Living Color. Living Color. Yes, it was a lot of that crew on this project. Right. Oh, uh, on the on Black Panther, a lot of the same people. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm oh, Blank Man, Blank Man. Where oh, he was oh, like a lot of the living color people. Where I'm like, sorry, I missed a step there. He bought Joe G. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, just like this yeah. level of focus on uh, African culture, Black culture, on on the level of a major tentpole blockbuster action movie. That just like mm-hmm. <laughs> this was a new level of respect to. Uh, uh, oh, wow. The culture she's worked on a lot yeah. of stuff i'm gonna get it's you one of those a... things where you know you have to see it and i'm sure andy will fill us in with the comic book details but like it's not a new thing like black panther didn't just come onto the scene of course were there were there vanilla people upset that the strong black hero was featured they're always upset yeah but but it's I, not like, like they, it, they it, made it, him <laughs> I was gonna say like I feel like the the nerds are more angry at women lead characters than black lead male lead characters. It's a little that, above. A little they more are misogynist okay with black lead characters as long as their lights aren't diminished. But yeah. it's all out war on all women. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the white male ridiculous. fragility 101. Yeah. You can see it in your comic book store near you sometimes mm. and some of it is just straight up male fragility too because it's the oh. uh, can't get oh, a yeah. girl type of guys as our star said that uh it's my favorite kind of fragility because they're like oh, women are so emotional and i was like are we because some of us have tantrums and some of us don't and it's not usually the woman having a tantrum unless it's a karen <laughs> oh darn uh, so is karen is saying karen misogynist like i feel like it's i mean i guess you're uh, like, karen is a karen we say a karen that's cultural <laughs> yeah. that's like misogynist you got your own versions okay y'all pull a kevin sometimes kevin that's right i was gonna say that's <laughs> that's kevin or brad <laughs> yeah chad 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 Chaz. when chad, i try chad is, think yeah. of like harnessing the strength of a mediocre white guy his name is chad Okay. Sorry I, to I, all the oddly enough, there. I think Chad is uh, incel terminology for alpha males that they're jealous yeah. of. Yeah. Really? So, yep. Yeah. So yeah. weird. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I'm excited about her, uh, uh, Ruth Carter's. You want to go with me? Well, 
Ask uh, your wife if she wants to go with me, Joe. Oh, she would probably really to this want to museum. Go. I know. That's why I said um, we can have a date. You she... and Art can do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she worked on. I'm gonna get you. Boys will be boys. Do the yep. right thing. Mo Betta Blues. House Party I... Two. Jungle Fever. Malcolm X. What's love yeah. got to do with it? Crooklyn. She's done yep. a lot. Train Clockers. The Great White. I mean, she's Babs. a queen. Babs, baby, Babs. Ah. But I mean, think just, about all that man. work and ah. Uh, a lot of that, while good and cultural, like I watch that in my household, it is not mainstream, a lot of that work, right? Yeah. And so this was her getting her mainstream. Dude, because this movie came out 2018, right, Andy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she is the first Black woman to win an Oscar in that category in 20, that would have been 19 season. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and she didn't even start her first film was until 1988. So you're talking years of right? films that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. That's so that's cool. So this when did you say this thing, this exhibit is going to be? Do you know offhand or just like starts in, uh, April 1st, I think. It's OK, so you it starts April yeah. through August. So if you're living in North Carolina, April 1st through August, I think it's at 6th. It will be at the um, Museum of the Arts in Raleigh. Wow. And it's it's you said it's an exhibit on future. Pro futurism. Afro futurism. That's a which movie. which like so this. This Black Panther, this version of Black Panther is based off of the Ta-Nehisi Coates run of Black Panther, which yeah. leans heavily in the Afrofuturism. Also, I, if I, you haven't read Ta-Nehisi Coates, go do that. A Ta-Nehisi Coates is a, is a great right. Also, also, little plug, little plug, Ta-Nehisi <laughs> Coates, West Baltimore native. Oh, is he? We grew up probably. 10 minutes apart from each other. You got his uh, phone number? I don't know. I don't know him personally. So you're not friends with him? Like <laughs> I just know he's from West Baltimore. Everyone else? But some, you were in the same room at the same time, right? I was in the room where it happened, maybe. You were, <laughs> where the magic happened? Were you in the room where it happened? Well, yeah, this, he yeah. is an excellent writer who doesn't just write comics. So let me note that he yeah. has done yeah. some YA literature and some um, uh, between other the world and me is all was it between the you uh-huh. and, uh, and then um, the water dancer. The water dancer is good too. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. He so he's started, a fabulous yeah. writer who took over the writing of this comic. He started writing it in 2016, but a lot of this moving a lot of the characters and concepts uh, are. Uh, taken from the Christopher Priest run of Black Panther in the 19 started in 1998 uh, when they launched the Marvel Knights imprint. Um, I beg uh, to differ because like like the Afrofuturism aspect of it was what didn't didn't wasn't always a big thing in Black Panther comics. Like look, 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 at, look at some of the, look at the books. Look at the, I don't want to say the more recent. So let's call that. it a hybrid. How about that? Yeah. Well, we, can, we can call it a hybrid, but mm-hmm. if you look at the books that were made a little bit before this, and it's 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 different. It's not like it doesn't, you don't have the same vibe that you had until Ta-Nehisi Coates, Ta-Nehisi Coates started writing the book. Well, Coates went like full on like let's go to outer space let's right. uh and that's that's, that's the afrofuturistic afrofuturism part mm-hmm. of it you know and afrofuturism know. is is the mixing of science fiction and african culture to some extent 
But uh, I'm just saying the the Dormelage, Zuri, N- Nakia, Okoye. Yeah, the characters. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm talking more of the environment of Wakanda, like how Wakanda evolved. Well, again, can we say they took inspiration out of two? They want me Andy to battle. I do not want to battle. <laughs> I'm not, not like today. I I can't uh, speak too much to the Cotron. I I know of it and I've read some of it, but it's unfortunately fallen after i really got burned out on comics and haven't been reading much but uh just like from like the initial concept of wakanda was uh pretty much this idea of um the this hidden nation of high-tech unbelievably advanced society uh that is secretive and in this in this continent that is too often uh you know like white people don't know shit about it and think it's all uh, primitive yeah. farmers, and they play with this a whole lot in the throughout the movie. Yeah, and uh, so that was kind of the thing back in '66 with uh, Fantastic Four number 52. Stanley Jack Kirby introduced T'Challa. Oh, so T'Challa right. started out, and Wakanda was introduced in Fantastic Four. Yes, in that com like so, it's like a thing where they mm-hmm. go there for some reason, and, and that's when shows up. Yeah, uh, actually, I think the first thing that happens, uh, if I recall correctly, is that Black Panther sort of invites the Fantastic Four to visit Wakanda and, and under the guise of a cultural sort of thing. And then he springs a bunch of traps on him because he's trying to test his metal against uh, the superheroes of the era. And this is, you know, 66. And that kind of fits in with the idea of that priest did in the Marvel Knights uh, run where like he was a long time like since the 60s black panther was you know he was like the first black superhero even though he's like the king and the thing like, yeah he was like the first thing and he was in the avengers as in in that regard but then like they sort of revealed that he only joined the avengers to spy on them and make sure they weren't yeah. to wakanda because and that's the that's the difference between being like a regular superhero and what black panther is is he's a king and he's uh the protector of his country he's not just a guy yeah. looking to for revenge and he's not avenging anything he is yeah. just protecting his people um andy correct me if i'm wrong wasn't priest like one of the first black comic book persons in mainstream comics one of them one yeah of the first writers I mean, like acknowledged in the mainstream yeah he was originally uh what's the name again uh, it's christopher priest but he was originally yeah, i think uh, james owlsley i think owlsley. That's his real name yeah and um and he wrote during the 80s and a lot of stuff like that and then and then like after he took over black panther and kind of just made it sort of this amazing like just sort of opened up the world a lot because black panther didn't have like outside of jack kirby doing a lot of uh jungle action in the 70s and stuff and yeah. there was this uh, writer named don mcgregor who did a lot of fleshing out of nooks and crannies of wakanda and like traditions and like the geography yeah. of it like he created like a whole map of uh wakanda but and, and priest took a lot from that but and then uh, after this uh priest sort of started resenting being pigeonholed as the black writer yeah like, oh, yeah. like people that only pitch in black which characters. i understand yep mm-hmm. oh and so. he he early on he was an assistant editor for larry hama who art star and i Hama-hama. met and became kind of basically oh, yeah. best friends with yeah. are you yeah. best friends with him <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love it you have this wonderful relationship with don Cheeto and with larry now it's don Cheeto, larry hama art star and i are the new wu-tang uh <laughs> forever <laughs> I knew Wu Tang Clan. 
Um, oh, yeah. Interesting. It's their own version of it. No, but so Larry Hama and Larry Hama kind of said the same thing. Like he would also get like pigeonholed as an Asian yeah. comic. Pri- Priest was the yeah. first black writer for Marvel Comics. And he goes well, like Priest, think... like just Priest. That's kind of cool. This yeah. is cool. I didn't well, know about this guy before. I haven't heard about him before. So, this but is, yeah, yeah. Th- this movie, I mean, not to, uh, I mean, because this was in development before Coates even started writing uh, Black Panther. It was. So, I mean, I'm sure there's elements, and I'm sure he was a consultant. But a lot of this, these concepts and stuff are based on the pre stuff. And it's always been high tech, hidden high tech world and like the, isolationist nature of Wakanda um but yeah this is just this, I was so excited for this when it came out and because I was a big fan of this Marvel Knights run I was that's made me a fan of the character just because it was basically taking uh like a character that just just sort of uh it hadn't had the respect it deserved it just sort of taking you in there and uh, he he was he gave it a little uh, like a sarcastic white boy point of view character in Everett K. Ross, who is in this movie. He's, he's a bit different in this movie than he is in the comics, but uh, they sort of like the the conceit was all right. This this guy who is our point of view character is assigned to be an attaché for Black Panther for like three days on a cultural visit, and suddenly he's just completely involved in the entire uh, geopolitical madness of wakanda in this world of superheroes and it's uh and he's way overwhelmed all the time and he's pretty funny about it but um it's yeah this is a lot of fun and a lot of cool a lot of cool to see all this stuff coming to life i was very Mm -hmm. excited to see how they do it and they did it uh a hell of a lot of justice and i really appreciated it yes it was worth it was worth it I think and uh, like go ahead. before you even go, we even got to the movie yet. Yeah, but I just want to talk about <laughs> what it did. I mean, we're getting to the movie in the details, so yeah, we this can is all good get just questions good, answered. Yeah, but I want to know, on top of what Andy is saying, like people were waiting for this, and not just people who loved comics. People who were waiting to see themselves on screen were waiting for this. So if you think back to that time and people going to the theater to see Black Panther, everyone was going like it was like a family reunion. We were picking outfits. What are you wearing? This is what I'm wearing. <laughs> I got my travel print pants on. I made my own Black Panther shirt for the movie when it came out. I wore it to work that day. <laughs> I wore it to work ready. It was ready yeah. to go. Um and it was so like every theater was full. It was hard to get a seat. I had to sit in the very first row, which is never where I sit for any movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too close for me. But that was the only choice I had to see this movie. And it was so big. We were in rehearsals, rehearsing a show in Matthews. And the director was like, I know you guys all want to see this movie. Please have the day off from rehearsal and go see the movie. Like it was that big that yeah. everything trumped what was about to happen that weekend to prep to go see this daggone movie. Yeah, I, I went to saw like a special early sneak preview thing where I got a little commemorative coin and I the took Andy. my Black Panther action figure and just took pictures all over the theater with it. I was, I was, yes. that's how excited I was. That's a nerd. It was a to. Yes, such a nerd. Like, it was a thing. <laughs> Correct. That you call Andy such a nerd. Yeah, uh, such uh, a nerd. 
So, Andy, how did you, you get that? Time. How did you get that deal where you got to see it early if you weren't working in comics anymore? Uh, it was, uh, um, I don't know, like some theater was hosting a special screening, and then like you, if you paid like a little bit more money, uh, you, you uh, could get uh, to go see like, like it was like are, it was like the <laughs> first screening like, and as soon as I got out of that screening they had started screening it for everybody else so oh, okay. i just was technically the first you saw to... before those people did yeah you were probably like hey, trying to spread the do it if you word. can yeah uh, had you yeah. planned on seeing it like super super early i wanted to see it as soon as i could just because i was so happy that they were uh, I would, incorporating all these characters that were, were you, was of. there any trepidation about anyone like worrying that they were going to screw it up or it wasn't going to do it justice or I'm sure I hadn't like seen or, I don't think I'd seen well, Chadwick Boseman in anything here's uh, my thing like I'd had Civil War so I, I guess worried but, because all yeah, he, he had done was iconic roles so, so you me, knew he'd be good me, Chadwick, he, he was already in Civil War yeah he was already yeah, in Civil me, War so that's me, right that's right he, he was played already... Thurgood Marshall he played Jackie Robinson like he had yeah, already killed it in all of those movies so for me I was like yes and then hello Michael B. Jordan and Lupita Nyong'o like <laughs> well see, come I, on. I've seen I had seen Fruitvale Station which Ryan Coogler oh yes with Ryan yes so, so Ryan kind of like you kind of go, going there yeah yeah kind of going in I'm yeah. like okay it's gonna be good because also yeah that was, was kinda, his first. I was kind of biased because going in, I'm, I'm black. So to me, like, oh, it's just I feel like it's you a are? Marvel thing, and it's, it's a black person <laughs> doing it. It's probably gonna be good, you know. We, yeah, he, he knocking on my dead, this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. You're right. Or I can that a verb? Forgot about Fruitville because Fruitville Station was him, and it's the first time him and Michael B. Jordan partnered up on the big screen and obviously if you look at their history now they partner up a lot yeah they're um, yeah, Creed, Creed right is what he does too um, yeah they work together a lot Ryan knows who he wants to bring on projects <laughs> he is smart about that um but that was if you guys haven't seen Fruitville Station bring your emotions bring some tissue bring your rage yeah and watch that I'm just looking at the somehow I got into a preview of it uh like automatically, yeah. IMDb plays videos now all the time, and I can't stop them. Uh, it's like making my connection slower, I think. Uh, anyway, but yeah, now I want to see everything. I want to see all these things. I want to. I've fallen down a rabbit hole on the internet here with Afrofuturism. Uh, there's some beautiful the art online that I'm looking at. That well, I come on in. Come on. Yeah, in. I mean, it's so in. cool. So cool. I appreciate it. Don't yeah. appropriate it. Appreciate yeah, it. I won't wear any of the things. I just want to see it. Like, it looks cool. I appreciate it. Like, but yeah, like the for pictures. the general public. It's just art. Yeah, it's just like cool, artistic. And, and this movie was very beautiful. A lot of it. Like, the, uh, yes. just everything. And the, the costumes, like I said before, like, and I think the craziest thing is, uh, wait, where is that? Some of the people that are in this movie that are just have small roles, like Forrest Whitaker and Angela Bassett, they're just like afterthoughts almost. Even I mean, though they're, they're not, they're amazing. They just have small roles. I know, but like they don't speak a lot. But nobody but even talks about them. Like, I mean, it's such a great movie that you don't talk about. But I'm like Angela Bassett's in this too. She's badass. Yeah, I Angela Bassett. Talk about Angela Bassett. I don't know where you are. Though. I mean, if she I shows could, up on the screen, I'm standing. From I could use the a, moment she appears. I could use a little more of her, like fighting people, like kicking people. <laughs> uh, Joe just wants to see fights. 
I want to see Angela Bassett kick ass every time I see Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett was one of the, the leading content. I don't know if she was actually in contention, but like for the longest time before the, even the first X-Men movie came out, everyone wanted her to play Storm. Storm, right? And she never did. No, you but you know no. what movie she kicks butt in? God, what is that movie? She plays a librarian. There's like a group of librarians and they all fight. Hold on. Um, um, is it, it's not uh, blah, 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 blah. how stellar like <laughs> is it 355 is no? that it where the girl was raised by her mom and her mom was friends with the three librarians I can't remember now I okay so there's this now. movie if you want to see Angela Bassett fight and all of the, the librarians are like middle aged women so I think it's badass that this happens but there's this woman who it's about is on the wrong side librarians? of the trying it's not about the badass librarians. It's about a woman who's <laughs> hey librarians can be badass. She's a hitman ish, and I think her target is like a kid or so- someone she can't kill or someone that is something happens, and so now she's in crosshairs, and so she goes to the only place she can find comfort, which is her mother's old co-workers who work in this big ass library. There's three women, and they fight people off and i don't mean like little fight it would make you proud joe if you want to see angela bassett kick some ass that's a movie i'm gonna find it and tell you but that's where you see gunpowder Gun milkshake yep that's it yeah, okay so yeah otherwise known as sweet librarians badass song I mean, they're not in the whole movie they come towards the end but i just google if you want to see her angela fight bassett librarian Fight as a badass. Yeah, I want to see everything. Angela Bassett's just always great. So I don't know. So I think that was one of the things. I was just like, Angela Bassett needs to, like, we need to all shut up and just let her talk. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But she's. I mean, you got to give that note to your people who have been standing Angela Bassett since the dawn of time. Have been standing? Standing. Like, stand, like the the new kids. (laughs) word of stan stan i don't know if it's new but like i stand <laughs> well you know you could also think stan eminem like i thought yeah it's, it's from eminem right i thought you're saying standing you stand no the phrase in the theater you stood up and every time she's on the on no, the no. screen and I was like, well that'd get annoying in the front row in that movie you no. must have been like sit down uh, <laughs> no joe the funny. word Standing, standing, stand. I stand. No, you don't standing. Yes. Like I learning, stand. I'm still learning the young kids' uh, lingo. That's a young one, Joe. I feel like that's an old one. It is. Maybe it is. I think it's. I mean, I uh, say a lot of words, but I don't think that one. It's within the last five years or so. I think. Andy, take your shirt Maybe. Off. It's you like you're off. beyond a regular fan. Like, you you were a mega fan. Like, you, that's... Yes, I, will, I get it. I get if it. Angela Bassett came to town, yeah, I'm dropping everything. You are a stand. I stand. I if she comes on the screen, I'm shutting up. I've well, watched every yeah. movie. If you say Angela Bassett is in this, even for five seconds, I'm going to watch it. I stand. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, so she's great. Yeah, I can't remember why I... Oh, oh, you were noting how up. many people had smaller. Oh, and I just say, yeah, how many people are in this? Yeah. I mean, besides, I mean, Chadwick Boseman and Michael Jordan, B. Jordan together. I, I was just when I was watching those guys fight, I was like, who would TBJ choose out of these two guys? We got Mister Ster- Mister Sterling. Is you know he has a bit piece in it. Uh, both Sterling for K, different. Uh, both for different. Fuck, what's his last name? Sterling K. Brown. Yeah. 
And Denzel yes. Wed- uh, Well, and then Winston yeah, Duke. Hello. Hello. That is one of my favorite things. Have a harem. Okay. She would just have brother husbands <laughs> at this point <laughs> if we had to do this. They would just be brother husbands. But I do want to talk while this movie had a bunch of small roles or mm-hmm. smaller roles for big name people, it also gave people who never, like the older woman. There's an older woman who is throughout the scene, but she does have a speaking line or two in the um, fight scene for his title. That lady is like in her 80s and has never acted in her life. Really? And like showed up to an audition to like (laughs) be a part of something. And there she is. So it gave everyday people a chance to like shine. I love that old woman. Uh, Every time she made it like... Because they kept on, what do the elders think? You know, and they would show her, and I'm like, yeah, I, I want to know what she thinks. You know, like, you I, I'd love to know more about the the dynamics. There's the merchant tribe, the river yes. tribe, the uh, yeah. the Mari. I feel like the, they could do so uh, many the border tribe on Okabe. I think yeah. me and Andy yesterday we was talking, and I was, you know, this was kind of jumping, but then like how how uh, Nakia ended up pregnant, kind of thing. And it was like oh, I couldn't recall whether or not spoiler alert for the spoiler <laughs> for the next watch. movie. I guess I can't, I can't recall whether or not that there was like a prequel comic to this book. So like how they did with uh, Black Widow, so you could have like little things like that where you get to see things that on the outskirts of the main city in Wakanda, where you see like the other different tribes, and you get to see more of the border patrol and and all of this. So I'm it's like it's one of those things where it's like. You wonder if, like, let's say if the novelization of this movie, if that had, like, you know, some expansion on to things like that in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is, yeah, but I mean, there's there's plenty of time for that to have happened, but uh, just off camp. Because, you know, they had to make a lot of uh, adjustments mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman's unfortunate uh, thing. And I guess, but yeah, no, but we don't want to spoil that yet. You're gonna confuse no, I'm Joe. That. Art, I, do not. Confuse. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I my brain can. Take I was just talking about world building in general. In the yes, but then you, you brought up that one specific. That, that, that's gonna be. That's gonna come a time. <laughs> that's gonna come a time when we're gonna do these things, and Joe's gonna be like, "Oh fuck yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about." Well, you don't have I to, mean, you don't have to dumb it down for me. We, we are recording. We are recording this on a day where we got two big pieces of Marvel news. I think, like, I don't know if it's they were both today, but the one is we heard that uh, Art's favorite Liv Tyler ah. is going to be coming back, or is going to be coming back as Betsy Betsy Ross, Betty Ross, <laughs> Betty Ross. He pulled the Art Star. She ain't making no flag. Betsy had the flag. I might have done that on purpose. Betsy but, was the racist flag maker. But my question, I guess, on that, so the, that these are side things that bring up questions. But since it's big news today, that, but but she wasn't in a Hulk with um, uh, Mark Ruffalo yet. She's not been in a movie with Mark. She's only in that one with more Edward. than one she was with Hulk a different Hulk. Version. Yes. So is that going to screw up things and universes and whatever? No. Uh, William Hurt has been in multiple. Oh, movies. William Hurt was in. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the other. And big now news... William Hurt is going to be Harrison Ford. <laughs> William Hurt is dead, so they had to recast that role. Oh, and Harrison Ford's going to play him. So Indiana yeah. Jones is Thunderbolt Rock. William Hurt died. You ever just 
forget somebody died completely and then mm-hmm. like it was big news and then you forget like yeah william the Hurt- opposite of that is i could have sworn that guy was dead 20 yeah, years ago already like abe vagoda the abe vagoda watch that was going on forever there used to be a website just dedicated to it was just like is abe vagoda alive.com and it for years it just said yes and then now it says no <laughs> like uh because he finally did die but um Oh, the, and then the other thing is this guy playing Kang just got in trouble, but I think I'm hearing now that maybe it's false allegations, maybe. Oh, it's, they say um, he there is video evidence that it didn't happen, so we'll see how that plays out. Jonathan Majors. Um, this, is what I, Jonathan Majors. this is what I was thinking about when I saw that. It's like you, you don't want to believe it, but then it's also you, you look at it, you step back and you say like, man, this dude, he hasn't, like, he's been slowly but surely, you know, growing. And, like, now at the height, almost at the, I don't want to say at the height, like, when he's at his most most popular, it's like to have something like this, almost like, even if it's false, it's like it kind of, I don't want to say it tarnishes him, but it also gives him this, this, like, you, you, you people him. associate it right so now it tarnishes it even if he's innocent bit. it becomes a subconscious association of his name with that right which isn't fair to him but then on the other side i feel like it's not fair for people like i'm guilty of this sometimes of uh not wanting to believe it so bad that i almost do, you know i oh i believe that's not, fair to the, that's not fair to the woman yeah but i Generally, I always believe it because I'm always like, yeah, because every guy. I, you can come to me tomorrow and say this person you know and love did this thing, and I'd be like, I hate that. That is the case. Like, I won't. You will yes. never see me going. Oh no, he would never because. But then you also realize I learned about that the world we live in. People do some horrible things yeah. that you don't see coming. Yeah. So I always err on the side of, dang, I don't understand why he did that. He did. Um, yeah, and I, then I've come around to that. Like yeah. B- Bill Cosby was the biggest thing for me. I it was like world chattering. That was world chattering for me. And it took me it. A, like I had to break my whole thing down in my brain. Other people did. I did not take that. Not, long. not to equate things like that, but like it's also for Bill Cosby. It's one of those things where it's like it's been eons, and then it's all of a sudden maybe there were people who knew but didn't you know believe. But then when it comes out, like by this time. You've already oh, people grown. know. Yeah, people but, like that. Right, but but most people have already grown up with picture pages and Mr. Jello pudding and all of that. So it's yeah. like it's, oh, it's, picture it's pages like, whoa. Childhood, so to, to some people, like Jonathan Majors, it's like, okay, this to some people, this dude was just becoming a star, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bill yeah. Cosby was 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 a star and beyond. Years. So and it comes power so, thing, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's it's really like holy shit. Where like Jonathan Major is like, okay, did he? But then like, I, like the next day, it was someone else said something else. So then you start to have the uh, the pile on effect. So then it's yeah. like, is it real or is it not real? And everybody comes out of the woodwork. Oh, he did this to me once. You know, it's like, like why did someone? Like, I guess, what what like... was it on on Lovecraft Country? They were saying how he was kind of, you know, I don't want to say belligerent, but he was kind of like a problem on Lovecraft Country, like. Lovecraft Country. This is one I wanted to ask. Well, the thing is, and I think I'm hold on. Go let me finish no, this thought, ahead. Joe, go before yeah, we yeah. go anywhere else. No, we I don't have know to know <laughs> that our natural instinct, a lot of people's natural instinct, 
who have never had to live through experiences is to not to believe. But I will challenge you with the stats of the world that more people believe they did it in the world. Because if you knew the stat just for my day job and working with children, the stats mm. of these instances that most of these people are um, accused of are atrocious. When I say atrocious, the stats are the stats. And these are American stats. Like these are not universe. These are right here in our own little country. Yeah. Uh, just side note, it's not the drag queens you need to worry about. Okay. Uh, 90% of the time is not strangers you need to worry about. But the stats are so atrocious that I find that you actually have more people who do actually believe. But the vocal people who are like, there are still people out here trying to free R. Kelly. Girl, that stuff was on video. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's like, <laughs> give it up. He made a beautiful song a couple of times. It does not excuse, it does not excuse yeah. literal trauma um, yeah. that people have to yeah. uncover. People. And the thing is, people knew, people have always known, because we live in a society, we live, this society was built on males and patriarchy, and we've done the boys will be boys, and creative geniuses will be creative geniuses, and he's just letting off self-esteem, and I think we, when people are like, why did it wait too long, I think we are just coming into a world, one, we've all just got therapy these days, but also people are going, no, no, that doesn't work anymore. And they're releasing information on what's happening now and what happened before, because they no longer have to hide that stuff. It doesn't control them anymore. Yeah. I think that, that's my soapbox. Yeah. I'm going to step off it now. No, right? That's kind of it. Like you have to come to realization that two things can be true. Somebody can make beautiful art and, and, and you say can be a creative genius and, and be a trash and, human. Yeah. And have done horrible <laughs> things. Like, yeah, yeah. multiple things can be true and that's that's the hard thing is nothing everything's not just that person's good that person's bad well that person's you know donated a million dollars to save orphanages but he also i mean i'm good person. joe i'm great you I'm are good halo. through through except this is the dark side of standing is yeah. that you you yes. have to be able to step back from right. your standship your standhood yep. your stanliness yeah. You have to see people as humans and we have, we have put the, we've put interesting people on pedestals and they are human. They are just humans with human flaws and we are flawed AF as humans Mm -hmm. and people cannot see it sometimes in a major way. Don't let it be dudes have the worst time seeing other dudes uh, be trash. There's times when I, back to male fragility. Well, I don't know. That's a whole nother thing. it's like a philosophical philosophical thing i've thought about like i've heard somebody praising somebody they knew that does this amazing what great things and what well wonderful and i've known things about that person that's not so great but i just yeah shut up because why is also noting just let that person person. be happy and think about it what's it going to do to let that person know you know, uh, well, it depends on what they did because I will yeah. spill the tea. <laughs> but like, I oh, think... that motherfucker trash human. No matter how much like, is that you tell you he cool. That, that guy trend. might that seem cool, but he ate my schnitzel. My schnitzel is <laughs> in the fridge. I would be like, marked that's my interesting name. that you find art friendly. That's real interesting. Wow. Here are all the ways to sabotage my life. Do you know he's a Sith? Yeah. I do tell people that. Oh, yeah. I have told many people that when I'm sitting next to him and they say Recognize nice things, and I go, but is he nice? Me. 
is he nice? And I, because he don't talk to that many people, sometimes they just yeah. think he's a nice, friendly guy. Well, most people don't think he even can talk. Like, oh, right. He doesn't talk. Oh, yeah. He never. Sometimes he never shuts up. <laughs> Get a couple of drinks oh, in him man. and uh, put him on a podcast. Oh, there are people like he talks to you. I know. We literally talk to each other. One, we are a team who talk all the time, and it's recorded. But two, we've always talked. You just have to have certain things to talk to him about. Right. Okay, so right, this so is that small talk shit. Directed by Ryan Coogler. Uh, you guys briefly mentioned him real quick, but and I was just kind of throwing there. Oh, he directed it. But uh, you guys, everyone here was aware of already of Ryan Coogler before Black Panther. Yeah, yes. the guy was not aware of anything. But yeah, so I think he, he did. He did Jodo first Leo Creed no before shit. this, didn't he? Oh, was Creed before the it? first Creed had come out? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think so, so Fruitville Station is the first time he was ever on my radar. I oh, will note that my that. original intention was Michael B. Jordan. And then <laughs> through Michael B. Jordan, um, oh, there was lots of like interviews with Ryan Coogler about his process that I was like, oh, look. Oh. What? Yeah, my first priority is always uh, going to be a Michael oh, I B. Jordan. We were just yeah. pausing for the dramatic effect of yeah, yeah. PBJ standing over, not standing, standing spawning over him. I lust, I lust a lot over him. We're not a stand him. status because he spawns over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Judas, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Did you guys all see that? Yes. That's been a yeah. thing on my list. Is that, do I, what should I see first? That. Uh, station. Yeah, go to the for, beginning. For the, okay, well, it'll be nice to start there, and then you watch how his films shift and change, and what they have in common. Okay, if you really are looking into it. Yeah, new thing I want to do, and I think I've probably mentioned this on here before. Is like I want to watch directors work, like in order, like together to like yeah watch for that rather than just process. I'm always so focused on actors and like watching the actors work, and and I want to be more of like a. Well, even even like directors. like how if, if you read if you're reading comics, like a lot of times people tend to always you know get drawn by the art of the comic books, but then like you know, man, Andy, we always talk about like some writers are amazing writers. Like yeah. so, then you you just want to start trying to find everything that this person wrote. You know, not just uh, oh, it- he's on this book. I'm only going to read this book, but like, no, I want to see what else he wrote. Is I want to see what else Donny Cates. Is it weird or jarring to see an uh, uh, an artist work with different uh, illustrators so that like the, the drawings might be completely different, but it's the same writer and you can still recognize that? That That's pretty much standard in comics. You're not going to get like even like this, for example, Priest, uh, this Black Panther run, the Marvel yeah. Knights run that was that, you know, formed the basis of a lot of this film uh, when it was out uh like they were it was a big effort the marvel knights was a way to like take some characters that weren't uh selling so much like daredevil and uh, i think moon knight oh, and punisher and Wait, stuff like marvel that knights was a, a, a like a series comic of series. comics it, it was like an like they took uh like this made the sort of a, an imprint like an umbrella of well we're gonna, we're gonna bring these new hot writers on and artists and creators and team them together on these characters that haven't really uh, kind of like the ultimates been, is a thing like it's that type right. of umbrella type of thing. yeah it was it's sort of like uh, mostly they were like street level characters like uh because back then it was like x-men are everything right uh and um and but this wasn't like avengers stuff but it was like trying to just focus on these uh unique characters and give them a higher profile 
and I guess probably make them sort of movie ready by yeah like more marketable and all that yeah yeah and uh, but this <laughs> series was it was part of that and it was a big publicity thing and like the the Daredevil series from uh, Joe Casada at that point was kind of went off Black Panther this was always kind of it ran like 50 some issues, but it was always sort of one of those things that was kind of on the cusp. We were always like, oh, is it going to get canceled? It's going to get canceled. Is it not selling well enough? And uh, like the original artist on it was a guy named Mark Texera who did this really great watercolory paint style. Uh, but he, something happened and he left at issue seven. And then they just had to keep, and you're looking for a team, like a, a synergy between like the writing and the art. And Priest even talked about it. I read a lot of interviews with him where he was like, he was trying to gear the story towards what the artist is good at or likes to draw or how they like to do things and really? what their style is. Gosh, that's something I would have never even thought of once mm-hmm. like that. Somebody would do. I mean, not everybody does it. Some writers yeah. will just go, you draw yeah. this. Yeah, I'm ready what I want. Yeah, do what I say. But yeah. yeah they give well, the and he had some issues control. because there was some, like they had to do some subs. Like, oh, we need an artist to fill in on this to meet a deadline or whatever like that. And so, like, he, there was something in, like, the teens of this run. Like, he wrote this really dialogue-heavy sequence. Like, a lot of, uh, what's the word? Not introspection. Um, Anal beads? No. (laughs) What's this word looking for? (laughs) Exposition. That's the word. Um, And, but it was, the artist on that issue was a lot more, like, dynamic, almost uh, cartoony style. And it didn't like it was just like half the panels was like him running and then like a giant word text of like half the panel was filled up with that. And it was like he talked about how that wasn't the, quite the right mesh of style because he would have written differently knowing the artist is on the book. So that's just part of the creative process. And so yeah, it's like it's I mean, there are some writers that work with the same artists over and over because they like it they like the they, collaboration yeah yeah i'm sure like with anything you have like and the artists do uh, as much creation gosh. as the writers do because yeah. uh, the artists have to render everything yeah it's like part of the thing stan lee gets a lot of the credit for creating all the characters but jack kirby did a lot of the heavy lifting to yeah. make them i mean stan lee was said what it was but then he drew this thing and became well that's a lot of controversy behind that book on uh, stan was really his need to be the one that created it or be right. listed even though he wasn't always and then mm-hmm. he's, he's not the only creator that had that especially like bob kane creator of batman uh there's a, there's a funny comic strip out there that is just like what if bob kane actually created batman without all the stuff that <laughs> bill finger created it was just like he's a dumb blonde guy in a little domino mask and like a, some fake bat wings and a little red outfit that's it <laughs> that's all bob kane did but he for the longest time he muscled bill finger out of there and he like demanded to be credited as the sole creator of batman all the time really and, there's like and, a uh, whole battle about that about yeah who- there's a documentary uh on i think it was on hulu and i can't remember the name of it but it was about it was basically remember, finally giving right. bill finger his due there's not enough there's bill also finger. a book there's a book about it <laughs> yeah there's not enough time in the in my lifetime like i'm not going to be able to get to all the things i want to watch and see beauty of it joe is you don't have to right you just take in what and you, you don't have to do it all at once yeah there's well, not gonna be a big checklist at the end no said, oh, as much you didn't as see this documentary you, there's I, no 
I want to see this. everything that's ever happened. Everything every every at all times. Right. Well, yeah. that's all the more reason for someone to sponsor us. Rub on Art's thigh meat to fund us. So Joe <laughs> oh, can retire. Did you say oh, rub, did. rub on Art's thigh meat? <laughs> yeah, that's what Art, Art's going to get a sugar spouse. And then that really, right. CBJ really rolled us. off your tongue very quickly. Like it's been right. there. Well, we, I think we had a discussion. This, this a couple of weeks discussion. ago, oh, you, we always had a couple of weeks ago about, about your her going out. No, about oh. her going outside, showing me shaking my thigh meat. Yeah, but she said she didn't have on the right outfit or something. And I told her to show the right, the proper amount of thigh meat. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have caught us the sponsor we needed. I feel like the more we say thigh meat. The weirder it sounds, thigh meat. You guys have said weirder things on this. Podcast, oh, I know. Yeah, so. we have totally. It's just like it's just like the words together. Like maybe it's, it's also meat. because TBJ said it. Oh, and I don't. Yeah, also thick thighs. Say she won't say excelsior, but yeah. she'll say thigh meat. <laughs> because one day this thigh meat is about to pay for us. Okay. Big time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, get on the train. Oh boy. And then I just learned recently somebody was telling me thick with two C's has a different meaning than thick with C K E. Like thick thick. Alan thick. Yeah, everything means <laughs> something else that's not Alan thick, but <laughs> with two Most C's thick is, like, is not Alan thick. Yeah. Oh, man. Thick is like a, a heavier set person who you're into. That's those two uh, C's. These thighs right here. But thick fit. isn't good. Thick, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We this is are a different kind of podcast now. An hour into this, and we haven't even gotten to the movie yet. Where we started. Well, we did say it was probably oh, be a three part. Uh, things around the movie. Yeah, there's a lot to discuss. Fine. I mean, this we don't. We're not going to gloss over or hurry through because we, you guys have been talking about this and building up to this from you, you the beginning. Really, but you've been excited about seeing this movie. Oh, I really have, and honestly. I thought I had seen this before. Like, I swear I went and saw it in the theater, but I didn't remember any of this. And I think I was saving it for this, you know, like knowing it, understanding it. And because mm-hmm. I think, wasn't this out close about the time we started doing this? I don't know what year we started doing. Oh, no, I guess it was mm, pandemic. We started in 2019. We started pre pandemic. <laughs> it came out in 2018. It, but you and Andy had been talking about doing something like this way before you brought Art and I in. So we had been. We were talking about this for. But I'm. What I will say is, if I did see it, it's a sad state of affairs that my memory is as bad as it is. Like there was like two <laughs> scenes that seemed familiar to me. We're gonna get you a baloba for your brain, but. <laughs> but I I do feel like now that you guys are like teaching me how to pay attention, sort of, and like mm-hmm. watch something. And being in the moment rather than just mind wandering, blah blah blah. Oh, yeah. explosions and fights, cool. Forget it. I know, you know what? But I'm like understanding what, why people are doing what they're doing and who they are in the timeline now. That I feel like I'm retaining more of it now than I did then. So maybe I watched it because uh, I kind of remember Michael B. Jordan in that that yellow Black Panther thing, the, the black and yellow thing. And then I kind of remember. This sounds weird, but that like. But maybe this reappears somewhere. But like the post-credit scene where uh, they show that what's his name, White Wolf or whatever, was Bucky. was yeah, Bucky Sebastian. was there. But I, I think they might have re they might have put that into the uh, 
Falcon Winter Soldier show, so maybe I knew it from that. And maybe I saw the Yellow Panther. Well, there's also the part where uh, the other um, stuff we watched. It's def- you definitely got some of it from Falcon and Winter Soldier because remember the door Milaj came and basically took the damn arm and did the thing where they disconnected oh, the arm. Yeah, that? that's what I think I'm thinking of. So maybe I didn't even see this movie. Maybe I didn't <laughs> even see it. This is uh, one you would remember unless you were I just totally stressed this. out of your mind. Because this was so good that I feel like I would have remembered a lot of it. Uh, cause it was great. Like I said, it was great, but it was like a brand new movie to me, but I will say a lot of movies are like a brand new movie to me. If there's two <laughs> years, there's a year between it. Like I That's just true. don't have the brain capacity to retain <laughs> things. Like I, I, I yeah. people will show me videos or things I've said that I don't remember ever saying it. Somebody brought yeah. it to me, uh, somebody. So we just did the nerdy night show on Saturday and somebody who was at the January show, just two months ago, you know, said, Oh, it's good to see you again. I was like, I haven't seen you in years. Like, we were at the January show. You came and spoke. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Joe. I did. So maybe. So, kind of another reason why I'm doing these podcasts and trying to record as much as possible is like, I have a feeling I might like have early Alzheimer's or something. And I might be just don't put that in the universe. I don't want to, but I have a feeling like I'm, that's my biggest It could thing. just like, be also mean that you have so much in your mind. That you That's forget true. things. I might be doing yeah. too much. Like I, like I'll, I'll try. Like you be doing too much. I get tongue tied a lot sometimes when I'm either like I'm thinking something, thinking something else, but I'm trying to say something, so it comes out, and like I literally hear myself either say the wrong thing, or like, and I'm like, fuck that, like I got Tourette's or something because the word I want to say doesn't come out because five other things are trying to come out. So it's just yeah. one of those things where, like, I like to call it. Well, I used to always say it's a part of me having OBS, which is only boy syndrome. So it's like I had oh. all these things going on in my mind at one time, and I'm like, oh, you like you're really hype, really hype, 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 hype. Like, oh shit, oh shit, I gotta <laughs> say this, you know. So, and and I think as I've gotten older, that's where can I say something comes from, you know? Because like, I say if this? I don't. If I don't get it out, I know like eight other things are going to try to come out at the same time, and I'm going to be way off about something. And then I'm here, way off about something, and I will be there to kick me in the balls. You in the balls? He gently corrects you. Gently, gently corrects you. I feel like he likes Rochambeauing me a lot. Yeah, he kind of has sometimes has a. Art star condescending tone to him. Uh, like, <laughs> it's a condescending tone just for art. Yeah, Andy, he pull, Andy pulls out just for art. I don't know if Andy knows he's doing it, but I feel like he, he does <laughs> every once in a while. It's like, a, <laughs> I don't know. Like, let me punch him straight in the ball. <laughs> I'm glad that art, you have OBS and not OPP. I was thinking, uh, <laughs> or not IBS, hopefully. Or not. IBS, which oh, my grandmother. No, no IBS over here. Lord, we're not. My, gra- my grandmother would. Today, Popimodium, we are, we are not. Like, yeah, we're not, we're not going to talk about we, food today. Should we try to jump into the movie a little bit? Like we started with the director and the writers. Uh, we got to. Well, I feel like we've been on here an hour. Created. If we start on the movie, we have been. Should I we just? Like this should deserves... be just the pre, the pre and the two news things that we talked about. Like uh, we this talked about the, Liv Tyler. Is that a good movie chats? Yeah, the pre movie chat. I mean, it has been an hour, so this could, this. Is an and we, I mean, we, yeah, we and that way we can start it. fresh we, we, on the, the actual up. movie. This is the run up. The I will be up. glad too because I'll give me a chance to. I like to see yeah. it a couple times before we talk about it, uh, and I just barely yes. got through it. Um, 
That's fine. Have this a, is our pre-show, everybody. A ton of questions. This is like a Black about Panther pre-show. Vibranium, like, is Vibranium insert sponsor here? Has been been around forever. Is Vibranium new to them to you, or is that been in the comics too? Like, is that the uh, yeah. Vibranium was we first mentioned in, uh, I believe, uh, in the sixties? Because the whole Captain thing America, that... uh, Captain America's shield in the MCU is made out of Vibranium, but they didn't mention Wakanda until uh, the Avengers movie. No, Age right. of what I'm saying is, is it was it in comics before it was in there? Like did the MCU? Oh yeah, yeah Vibranium yeah. thing up, but it, but the vibranium has oh. always been the thing that is how uh, Wakanda got its power, right? Because it was an that's the, the like the Black Panther origin story, back origin in story, yeah, Lee Kirby '66. Uh, yeah. That's when Claw was introduced as well as like the villain. It was basically Wakanda's built uh, on vibranium, the way it's explained in the movie, right? And like they have this secret that only they have in the whole world, except um, there's different flavors of vibranium, like in Antarctica and stuff like that. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but then Claw was like an ivory hunter kind of guy, like the classic. He had like a shitty uh, chin strap beard, like very colonial looking kind of guy. About the comics. He looked like a in the comics, Ulysses Claw. He was very much a colonizer. And yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he like was stealing vibranium, like mining vibranium in Africa. And then like they Which? tried to stop him. And then like he set off this like weird sound cannon thing and like killed a whole shit ton of people including uh killmonger's father and jobu that's how jobu died in the in the, in the, the comics because the claw wasn't that whole yeah this hell backstory they've done right here. uh yeah like things are a little different but it, yeah. it's a little tidier in the movie but uh and then in t'challa that was when t'challa was like eight years old he sees his father and like 30 of his countrymen die at the hands of claw and it becomes oh. this thing that child has to become so that's the boy very king. different in this because yeah. his because he's not a boy king he's a, right right a man king but that's like a very and his uh, ramonda is not in the comics t'challa's mother he's shuri's mother but he's oh. t'challa's stepmother uh because okay. child's birth mother is niami and she hasn't somehow that she was pretty much completely ignored as a character until yeah. like she she had a no speaking role until 2018 comics so really uh it was just she was just kind of like oh she's was... not in this she's not in no MCU? no oh. and no this, in the Ramana. mcu his mom is angela bassett oh yeah it's right. a, yeah the, who's sure ramonda so they're yeah. like actual brother and sister in this right right and you know shuri wasn't introduced until 2005 by uh Reginald oh really Hedlund and uh, john romita jr yeah he, she just kind of came out of nowhere and i remember at the time i was really so invested in the priest run that he was leaving and handing it off to or like they were canceling it basically and uh because they tried to revamp some things with uh some new characters and stuff that didn't quite pan out and then suddenly uh reginald hudlin comes on and like immediately suddenly he has a little sister that has never been mentioned before ever and i just like from that issue i was like eh, i don't know if i'm gonna like this i I didn't read I won't know that Shuri has two YA books written by YA superstar um Nick Stone, which are very good. If you have a young person interested in her point of view and just STEM, I think it's nice to see a badass. So are you saying feminist. the character Shuri? Yes. Or so after oh. what Andy is saying that Shuri didn't come out until the early 2000s. Yeah. In the in the last few years, they've also just pumped her up. Um oh cool into it's, her own YA series so yeah, she has a YA series yeah. I think there's two books that like have a been young out. adult book so yeah. there's there's like these young adult books using Marvel characters yeah yeah same fantastic. thing with Star Wars 
Mm-hmm. Oh, there's, yeah, I guess there novels, are so many yeah. Star Wars books. Yeah, all those. Yeah, and is it canon? Yeah. Like, is do they have the whole thing in in Marvel with the, whether they call it canon and all this continuity, like continuity, or or do yeah. they not? Yeah, um, it's it's fits into the world. It just doesn't follow things because the M's not the MCU. Them. Like them, that's why the MCU is different because that's the cinematic thing. Yeah, it has its own but continuity. Star Wars doesn't yeah. that have? Yeah, Star Wars has you know canonical and non non canonical, but then they also yeah like, as they're as they're thinking about redoing them and adding more, they're like trying to pull in older Star Wars lore. Okay. But then, but it's also it, it ends up being like I said earlier, like world building. So like right yeah. now, I'm actually reading Shadow of the Sith. Yes, of course, I <laughs> would read a book about Sith, but of it's like you know, you're you're reading about the characters who are from that universe doing they're don't they're having other adventures, but in some somewhere along the line, they kind of sort of tie back in. Sometimes to can like if you watch Clone Wars, like some of the shit that happens in Clone Wars, you know, you start to get from other shit like before the Battle of Yan was it Yanvin? Yanvin? Yavin. Yeah. So it's like you get shit like that. <laughs> you know that. How do you know, know Yavin? Well, because they uh, that's how they measure uh yeah, t- like time is like BY and ABY. Instead of BC, it's B B Y. Yeah, and then the that gets really then it really my son tells me about all this now. He's teaching yeah, it really, me. It really, it really gets deep. But then some of the stuff still ends up slowly but surely becoming part of canon. Yeah. So maybe, you know, it might might now it might not be necessarily canon works. or part of continuity. But then who knows five years from now when some other writer picks up like, hey, like, yeah, let's bring in elements of this. Like, I mean, there are plenty of characters that were created purely for like like uh Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn was made for the Batman, um, the animated series. And from that, she ended up in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, F- F- Felicia, what was her name? Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Felicia Hardy, Black Cat. Uh, I forget the fucking chick. Are you talking about Firestore? Look, look, Firestar look, in Spider Man and his amazing bro. friends. Let me finish, bro. Spider-Woman? I'm jumping. I'm jumping all over you. He's trying to help you and you I'm ready to fight Andy. He, he, I'm not even talking about Firestar. That's what I'm saying. But so, he was trying to help you and you It was an F word. It was an F name. Andy wasn't helping me. Andy you was came on his hard path. at him, though. He was on his path. To help you. Andy was on his path to you course You just want to fight people. On his path right. to course correct. I, I was trying to hurts. We've talked about so many different things. And I, I keep getting on track. Arrow. On Arrow, Felicity from Arrow. created for the Arrow universe. They introduced her into the comics from the Arrow universe show. Like she wasn't a comic character. So you have these these instances where people, where it may not be a part of the work, the comic world or the MCU at this moment, but these stories that are being written or have been written at some point along the lines and the timeline, it may make be, their way. They'll get yeah. introduced into it. Yeah. They're still licensed work under the whole umbrella. So let right. me know sure, while Shuri isn't the the two books aren't a part of the MCU necessarily yet. Who knows now that she's taken over, right? What they will turn into. But it she still has the writer still has to get okayed by Marvel to write what she's writing. She's not like freelancing a Shuri book. I think the hardest thing for me to get through this mo- movie was so many of these characters, uh, Nakia and 
Shuri and Killmonger and Claw and are all in Marvel Snap. So every time I'm watching, every time they say a name, I'm like, oh yeah, I wanted to I just like get this urge to like <laughs> play Marvel Snap and I have to like pause it and like I gotta play a quick round of Marvel Snap because I like, let, let me pull out a Koye. I, I gotta pull out a Koye and Killmonger and, and all at the same time and then Black Panther going what kind of forever every time and so I mean, there's just so many of them, and it's just I think that app that game has done what they want it to do. It just infiltrates in your brain. So when you're what you hear those names, you gotta play it. You know, you just gotta <laughs> and so and, and it gives you a base. Like uh uh my wife is playing Marvel Snap a lot too, and I think she's getting more familiar with Marvel characters. It helps in general. you know more characters and like them more and see all this different art that they have of each one too. I'm like so like oh and then when i see him on screen i'm like i know that character i know who the baku is i've seen him before and so it's like uh familiarity or something ooh, like oh yeah i love mbaku and i had no idea and, and this yeah, this I'm, version of mbaku is just such a great way to translate what was sort of a problematic character uh into making it a great character because uh he was originally man ape created yeah. in uh, 1969 oh. uh, in Avengers number 62. He was a straight up sort of uh, Wakandan villain, uh, but he dressed up in a big white gorilla outfit and all the time. And then uh, this one, like they had the mask when he showed up and they had like the, oh, the right. He had that the, mask that he put on the, yeah. the fur on his back or the, like the chalk powder and stuff. Yeah. They implied that without making Being it racist super, yeah, yeah basically super trying to, dumb trying to de-racify but he was like the whole idea was like they're the clan of the white gorilla and like they're sort of an outlawed cult in wakanda but he's just uh, very defiant but like in the comics like he had been in uh, the masters of evil and the lethal legion he's just been like a pretty much straight up villain although i think priests started giving him some shades there and uh but this movie really and which was great because comic nerds know him as a villain. So every time he's like challenging uh, T'Challa or like the dying and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, this is in line. I So you're pretty sure he's not going to show up at the end there to yeah, help so anybody. I am not going to that help was you. A we will eat for you. nerds. Yeah, it was like it basically when he says, I'm just kidding, we were a vegetarian, that kind of yeah. changed the game for him. <laughs> I love that part. Yeah. Up until that great. point, yeah, they might eat Everett Ross. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then he's like, all right, this is that's when the character is twisted and then becomes one of your favorites because yeah. he's fucking great. And I think Shuri is one of my favorite people in this whole thing. Like she's like yeah. kind of like similar to the star uh Spider-Man thing, the 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 guy in the chair or whatever. Like she's the mm like doing everything with the text mm -hmm. it's so cool and she's like she's the brains funny kind of or something like there's something about her that's like she's silly kind of and i remember like when this movie first came out i was just consuming everything about it i could and there was a trend for a while of just people recording themselves doing that opening mbaku speech we have watched from the mountains while your technological advances, like just his, uh, just insulting everybody in Wakanda before he did the challenge, like people were just so happy to have that character. And I, I was obsessed with. I there was like four hundred of them, and it was, it was just a lot of fun to watch everyone. Yeah. And and as Andy says it, he's such 
a fucking nerd. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay because that's why we're here. Do you need that's a nap? Like, what do you need? Because yeah. I feel like this entire episode it, is just well, you well, coming you know at Andy. I, Andy. I feel like, I feel like, say something where, 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 listen, where is this? Where is this when Andy attacks me? Oh. Or he attacks Ew. Joe. Where is that at? When he can attack Joe. Mind? That's sibling stuff. Okay, they, they can do that stuff. That's deep rooted. That's uh, they grew up yeah. in a household. But, but Andy brought an action figure to the movie theater. I did. Oh, podcast I, is full of nerds. It's I, literally. I take Art Star as an insult. Art Star brings Listen, action figures was, to work. I was I was fucking with Andy for with, with love. That was I, that was, <laughs> was out of love. nerd love. Like you seem very combative it today. Was, it was listen, listen. If I was standing right beside Andy right now, when I said you know what I would have did, I would have punched him in the nut. <laughs> <laughs> and you know why? That's what guys do to each other. We punch yeah. each other in the nuts. And they'd be, no, they'd they'd be one guy in wrestling. Seventh no. grade did that. And I hated him for it. Yeah, I didn't but, like the guys that would sack you. I didn't like that either. Yeah, I don't know what that would deal with. I had to tell a person as an adult, a friend of mine, when I was in my 30s, and I had to say, I don't like that when you do that. And uh, I know you think it's funny, but I don't want to hang out with you anymore because you do that. And then he stopped doing that. Uh, and so then I hung out with him. I don't know who that is. It was Brian McCartney. Oh, okay. You just put his whole name out there. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> put it right out. He, he'll admit it. We've talked about it a lot, but he's not going to listen to this, but... Yeah, he would, but, yeah, he would the, sack me every once in a while. Like, but that's interesting is that like uh art was using nerd as like uh as, as a slight dig. And we're on the nerd school podcast. Our whole deal is that we're nerds and we're yeah, sort of really celebrating the fact that nerd isn't an insult anymore, and but yet then he used it's it so internalized. Yeah, at you at least three times tonight. At least Here's three times. Again, I was using nerd. As a term of endearment towards it, it did not sound like a term of endearment. <laughs> I wasn't taking it as an insult or anything, but just exactly. This. But it wasn't Andy, a term Andy, of endearment. Andy, Andy knew what it was. Andy had nerd, a nerd, nerd recognizes nerd. Nerd recognizes right. This is like you're going Andy. okay. You, like, you, you need nerd. to recognize per, when you're doing something super. Is nerd. that a thing per, somebody says? Do people say that nerd recognize nerd? Like I just like made that up. G saying is game recognize game. Yeah, that's just their remix. That's why I wondered if pe- other people have done that, or can Andy like uh, copyright this right now? <laughs> sure, it'll be, it'll be our merch. It'll be our nerdy nerd recognize nerd. Nerd recognize nerd can be. I mean, we've got a lot of things. Hey, what up, nerd? What up, nerd? Anyway, to the list. We talked about. Right. So I got. I can't wait to get into the movie next time because, like, there yes. were times I I love when they do this when they make the villain uh, empathizable. Like, I was on Michael B. Jordan's side sometimes. Like, I was like, he's got a fucking good point. Maybe I'm on his side, even though he's the bad guy. A lot uh, of people were. Yeah, and yeah. so you go back and forth, and that's kind of how. And you're like, ah, I. This well, be, it'll be good to talk about and answer your question. Yes, well, even T'Challa's on his side half the time. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and he is. Yeah. When he, like when he storms up, when he's up in the ast- the ancestral plane, he's like, no, you did it wrong. You were wrong. And yeah, that was, that was a great moment. Uh, and emotional. Anyway, so we'll get into all this. There you go. So next time we'll yeah. actually dig into the movie, friends. But we told you some fun facts, some things to see, and some things to check out surrounding Let's get the excited movie. About this will definitely be a long version. You know, a few episodes. It's a lot TBJ, to say. And TBJ has promised us the next episode she will sing the entire time. Everything she says will be in song. 
Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> Aaron will finally, finally get her to say Excelsior. At this point, I don't know if that'll ever happen. Excelsior. And I'll let you know next time whether or not Archstar punches me in the nuts next time he sees me. Yes, hopefully. Squar let me know. Nuts. I'll fight on your behalf. <laughs> we don't punch you, our friends' and, nuts. And then you know what? And you know what? And then Joe come out and Joe's like, What's going on here, brother? What's I mean, going on? I, I think I'll we just can straight, just kick his nuts over and over again. Just you get, and then I'll fight Joe because Joe kick, won't hit me back. Kick, nut kick, yeah, I won't hit TV. Yeah, we won't hit you back, but but we would want people to know that you know we just we're just doing this. We're beating Addy up with love. It's, it's love. love. He has already publicly stated that since the eighth grade, he has not enjoyed people punching him in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody likes it. Not at all. Nobody likes it, Scott. Brother on record. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just guessed it was but Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Like they just walked down the hey, how you doing? <laughs> Those guys might listen. To this. Yeah, Bob Scott. Bob Scott will admit it. He knows he did that. Yeah. No. I, I think they listen sometimes, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Who knows? Hopefully they well do. shout out if they do. Tweet us. And if you do, if Bob Scott and Joe Scott, tweet us uh or at nerd school Insta- pod. Instagram us at does anybody use our pod. Twitter at Nurse School Pod anymore? Like, does anybody even run that? Andy, you were supposed to run that. Oh, I was. Uh, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, the whole world kind of got off Twitter for a minute. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind okay. of debating whether or not I want to even be on it at all. But I guess. Yeah, uh, it's real shitty now. Twitter, barely, I can barely use it. Like, I mean, it's been, it's had a lot of shit all yeah. the time. Yes, but, but it's but gotten now pretty it's bad. Just, I yeah I, I won't go into that, but it's, yeah, we're yeah, at least talk about social media, bro. Yeah, bad things of Twitter, but but let's yeah get out of here and uh, TBJ is gonna sing us out. <laughs> That's your song. Do it, do it, do it, do <laughs> it. Arts are always there. Arts are always there. Arts are always there. He'll sing you out. You better put it to some use and get us some money. I love again. I love how you like. Can can you be my pimp? Can you be my pimp? <laughs> yeah. Are, are you doing the Dana Carvey Ross Perot voice? Is that what that is? Can't I don't know Can what I'm doing, but Can I feel finish. like TBJ is always trying to pimp me out. I'm just managing the funds that are going to come to our podcast. From now on, from now on, me. You if you want to call it pimping, she talked about how to call me delicious. She's getting her side Hey, a pimp named TBJ is pimping me out. Well, you are delicious. I'm vicious. You're delicious. We all know that. Uh, Calling a grown man delicious. Do not call me delicious. No one (laughs) calls. At the next con, anybody who comes up and gives us a certain monetary amount can rub our stomach. Please, everyone, (laughs) come see us at Heroes Con in Charlotte, June. Something rather. Summer. Just say this summer. Yeah, this summer. (laughs) We'll give you more details. We're going to give you panels panels every day. We're gonna have a day where Andy just shows us action figures uh, and art start. Uh, we're gonna have a whole panel where all I do is play with action figures on the table, and everyone else has to watch me. Like, no, don't touch my toys. Oh, that'd be like a thing we used to do when we were kids with all the GI Joe toys. Is we had like this big sand pile, yeah. and we'd build like a sandcastle or whatever, and then like yeah. do like battle scenes where like That's one of right. us would set up what was going on, and then yeah, while the other one was fun. out of the room, and then they had to come back in, and we had to explain what the story was going on, and then then you'd awesome. leave the room, and they'd continue it in a different yeah. way. 
Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that, that would be, make a really shitty panel. And we'll also, <laughs> you can also, for a dollar, you can drink beer out of Andy's belly button. Uh, <laughs> it so. have to be a best. really good dollar. <laughs> <laughs> nice crisp one. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Rate, review, subscribe. Give us 80 stars. And 80 Later, dollars. nerds. Peace out, nerds. Thank you for listening to the Nerd School Podcast. Excelsior. Of my kinsmen by the prisons and people thinking this election to end it racism. Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama, but don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems, Mr. Officer. Now they POTUS look like me, you gon' think again when seeing brothers rolling down the street. Every Martin Luther King on his American dream. Still a Rodney BNB and screaming, fuck the police. Me, I'm running through the pasture, trying to get away from master. But the dogs is on my ass, I gotta move a little faster. Can't pass one Caucasian, but I got a couple papers from the plantation saying I graduated. Congratulations, cool beans, but to most school me. Trying to dodge STDs, living off government cheese Trust the government, please, not even if it was me Sitting in the Oval Office as Commander-in-Chief Trying to give us us free, but there's a nigga in my ear saying You got it, Superman, you ought to keep it here Get this distinctly clear, I'm all about jetting Raps Kunta Kinte without the half-stepping A new chapter, packed with new lessons After that, the final exam, any questions? QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com.